Hello, welcome to Creepy Critters, a cryptid podcast where we talk about cryptids in slightly lurid ways. I am the kind of sort of host today, Fiona. Uh, gonna be talking to me, Jesse. Hi, you. That one. <laughs> yeah, it's me. It's me. It's me. <laughs> the guy who runs the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll. Yeah. Um, I did not. I did not manage to make this week's cryptid into a Wikipedia article, much to my everlasting shame. Um, but that is because. We're going to get fancy with it this week. It only exists in one. So this monster is... I, you know, I I didn't know how to pronounce the the, the Mexican one, or the the Aztec monster. I We, di- we didn't record it, but the, the South African monster I also didn't really know how to pronounce. And I don't know how to pronounce this one, because it was written in... Uh, medieval English? Actually, slightly earlier than that? So I'm going to call them the Donestre. That is probably not how the Anglo-Saxons pronounced it. I would say close enough. Close enough. I, I I have an accent they wouldn't recognize, but it's technically on the same soil, so it'll work. Um, yes, the Donestre are only found in the book Wonders of the East. Like Oriental as well. So just, just uh, I, I, I feel like we should talk about this book for a second. It's, okay, that's that's fun it is, so far. It's the only book that has Beowulf in it in its entirety. So it has a very prestigious um, pairing there. Be- Beowulf is only apparently written it in its entirety in Wonders of the East. It's the but it sounds but it sounds like Wonders of the East would be like a ethnographic thing. So, right? Because they're only in this one book, and because it's Anglo-Saxon, basically, uh, some nerds somewhere have dedicated years of their life just to this book, and by extension, just to our cryptid boys, and they are all boys today um and they can't but they can't agree on what the book is so some people seem to think that it's like a a book of monsters book of tales to to tell ethnographic stories of of the anglo-saxon tribes as they existed at that point and i don't care about those people because that sounds um like it's reasonable and like that's probably what it is but there there is a gentleman called Dr. Nicholas Howell um and he wrote an an essay on this called writing the map of anglo-saxon england essays in cultural geography and he insinuates that this is a travel book wait okay wait but it has Beow- beowulf uh-huh writ- Be- it- beowulf is it then but okay, so okay, so if Beowulf's in it, uh-huh. and it's a travel book, okay, so it's a travel book. It's a travel book. Let's say, let, let's say, let's say this is a travel book. There's, I have no problems like with that so far. Uh-huh. Um, so okay, so you head over to the east, I guess, which is well. So so, so these boys, the, but... these boys are on an island in the Red Sea, apparently. Okay. Okay. So. But let's say I'm, I'm just stuck on the Beowulf said this book, and they say it's a travel book because, like, wouldn't that imply that there's like Grendel? The, it, it would. It would imply it, that Grendel it, is Grindel real. Is real, real, real. Okay. Which is which is cool. I mean, I mean, cool. Like, I mean, if I'm, I mean, if there's if there's a one if there's one uh, cryptid that I would like to join, it's Grendel. Even if it's you to my may, death. you may change your mind by the end of this by the end of this podcast. You you may change okay. your mind. 
Um, but also, but also, the term "if there's one cryptid I would like to join" is uh, you've listened to this podcast. Yeah, so, I mean, no, that's that's a lie. That's a dirty, dirty yeah, that's lie. A lie. No, no, it's it's at it's at least it's at least five. <laughs> at least. <laughs> well, I've, hopefully, hopefully they can win you over. Um, but like I said, this this is the only place ever that these guys are brought up. So I. I'm going to read you Dr. Howe's translation of what's written, and then I will show you a picture, and you can tell me how accurate you think it is. Okay. I'm going to imagine I'm going to not think it's super accurate. Next, there is an island in the Red Sea where a race of men called amongst us the Donester which are shaped like soothsayers from head to navel, and the other part is most like a human body, and they know all human tongues. When they see a person from a foreign group, then they name him and his kin with the names of familiar people, and with lying words they betray him and seize him, and afterwards they eat all of him except his head, and they sit then and weep over the head. There's too many steps to that ritual. There's a lot of steps to that ritual. There's this okay. So so first we have okay. They're like, hey, I know your tongue. Mm-hmm. So they they okay, know my so, tongue. Well so, done. Okay. So so you're you're so you're just like, oh, they're like, you know, you're comforted because they know your language at least yeah. a little bit. Yep. You know, they they're already like one point in favor, and then they're they're liars, so they trick you. They are. Okay, well, then they name him eat. and his kin with the names of familiar people. Now I had to have this translated for me again by a different academic. What do you think that means? Do they are they like Santa Claus that they know everything about you? Yes. Oh, are they Sa- is this a race of Santa Clauses? Oh I wish. I they, okay. they, they don't have the daddy vibes that Santa Claus gives off, I have to say. That that would okay. improve it. But yes, and with lying words, they betray him and seize him. So, so lion, lion Santa knows knows all about all about everybody. Um, then, then once you get comfortable with them, because they're like, "Hey, Fiona, how's Jesse doing?" Because I know Jesse, and and I feel comfortable. And then they'll they'll grab me, and afterwards they eat all of him except his head. Okay, so you, you know, you know, you don't want to eat the you don't want to eat the the soft tissues, especially if you're humanoid. Exactly, you know, that could that could cause prions in the brain. So I I understand that part. Nobody wants that. And then they sit and weep over the head. Like I think that makes them sound like reg- like regretful carnivores. That does seem to be. That does seem to be it. Now, there was another academic, um, or, or a couple. I'm, I'm gonna send you the, the picture in a second. I just want to say that their, um, their description of this is the Donestri's head is bestial. It has legs that seem to emerge from its chest without a lower torso in between. I'm gonna send you this picture. I don't. I don't think that's true. I don't understand why that one was put in. Put in the description. Is this? Is this like a? Did you read the animorphs? I the love the animorphs. So, so there's a whole thing called Andalite Truthers, which is just a joke thing that popped up in the fandom. Because until later in the series, they never described Andalites of actually having torsos. That's true. So there are just horse heads with like arms coming out of their necks. You know, like uh, that's what it sounds like almost. Like you know, they don't like actually have like. So that is picture one. It's a series of four pictures, but that is our introduction to these boys. Okay, so we have that just looks like a dude, but with like a weird top half. And you see can you can you see his very, very prominent genitals? Yeah. So apparently in the original those are painted red. I can't find any um 
I can't find any coloured in picture on the internet, but the journals reassure me it's definitely in red. So so they're so not only are they Porky Pagan, but they're also Red Rocketing mm, too. Yep. Okay. Oh god, I okay. haven't heard that phrase in forever. <laughs> um and and so it says it's a lion's head, but it just looks like they have a really nice they have really nice hair. At least in that one. Yeah. Yeah, like they just look like they have hair. But one of some of them look like uh the ones that are like I guess eating the arm. Yeah, that one looks like a lion head. Well, no, I was thinking boar. <gasps> yes, it does. No, you're right. Oh. Well, the boars are coming for us. So, so they're all supposed to be dudes. So, so it should have a shagger mane. That's also true. Look at you flexing on your lion knowledge. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know, I know basic things about lions. <laughs> I also know. That when <laughs> that when the uh, lionesses are in heat, they basically will bite the balls of all the male uh, male li- the male lion that's supposed to be fucking them until it fucks them because it because it's the aggressor in the in the thing. It'll just straight up be like, ah, poor, the, poor, the balls. Poor dude, lions. Yeah, the thing is, is like they do up to like forty minute. They do up to forty times a day. So like, I'm just saying, you can you can o- you can only like bust so many I, times. I mean, to in. In their defense, like the the lady lions do all the hunting, and do all the giving birth, and do all the on and and the man lions only have to fuck and occasionally protect things. That's it. That's their job. Well, but but there's like a physical limitation on That's how true. much some like someone with something with a prostate can bust, though. True. There's a physical limitation. But they like, don't know that. They don't have lion sex ed. So, I mean, because they're only in that one book, and it's four pictures of them, not all of which are online because heaven forfend we digitize something from the 11th century. <laughs> it would help me if they did. I want to I wanna, I wanna cover some of the stuff Pliny the Elder did, but I can't find, like, I want to cover some of that stuff. But you know. I'll see now. I I can I can go read it. This this has been a bugbear of mine forever. I know the guy at the British Library who was digitizing their collection for Wikipedia, right? Yeah. And I'm allowed to go into the library and request books that haven't been digitized, and I can sit there and read them, and I can make Wikipedia articles out of it, right? But if I want to digitize something that they're too precious about, like some fucking copper plates for astrotheology that I would really, really like to digitize, nope. I can I can be as hooked up as is possible to the British Library, and nope, they won't do it. Yeah, so, so they're just in that one book. It's only four panels, and we don't have access to all four of them with our pleb eyes, and. Apparently, that's all they do forever and ever and ever is they sit on that island, wait for random people to show up, ask them how their mothers are, and then eat everything but the head, and then cry until the next person stumbles across the island. That's it. That is their life. I mean, there's, I guess there's worse things to do. There's definitely worse things to do. Although, well, I get they get to eat. They get to meet new people. They get to have lots of very not that varied, but varied meals. So, okay, so here, here's my here's my main problem I have right now. So we have so many different like because I mentioned I mentioned Santa Claus or Father Christmas, wherever you know Krampus at this um, point. Yeah, but like, why didn't these become like like figures of like a holiday figure or something like that? Because I feel like this would be a really good like um. The punishment, you know, like uh, Pierre Whipper or something like that. Pierre Whipper, Whipper, Krampus, or um, you know, all the other ones that like basically drag kids off into the woods if they're bad. Um, oh, my favorite one is uh, Grilla, who her thing is is she's a Christmas witch. First off, that's a great start. Um, I've never heard Iceland- that before. It's Icelandic, of course. It it's is. It's Icelandic, of course. It is. Um, and f- if you eat anything besides bread and gruel on uh the whatever one of the christmas festival days um she'll or if you don't work hard enough 
uh, she'll uh, go in and slit your slit your little tummy open when you're a kid and take your entrails and stuff you filled with rocks and hay. That sounds like something a Christmas witch would do, to be fair. And there's more. I have a Christmas episode. I have two Christmas episodes out. Um, so Go listen, yeah, listen to, those. to those. Get in the yeah, holiday spirit want- in July. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Even though this will be out in late April. I mean, late a- late August. Get in the Christmas spirit in late August. Time is meaningless. It's 2020. There is no such thing as time and space. No, but I do think that these are prime candidates. Like, you know, you dress them up a little bit. Like, you know, cover up their wieners. But, um... Do you have to? But, like, you can't. I mean, I, I feel like it... It was a thousand AD. I'm pretty sure all of the festivals still had prominent dicks. Well... I mean, well, I'm just saying, like a like a 1700s like Christmas figure, something, yeah. But like, but like, it knows it knows everything about you. It knows your tongue. It could, you know, give them a couple other powers. Like these are these are prime candidates. Where did where did Lion Santa go? That's true. You know, perfect. It's perfect for it. <laughs> well, maybe we should start a tradition. If I celebrated Christmas, maybe. <laughs> I I will yeah that's true. What? Well, I I don't know. I don't I don't really celebrate Christmas, but also I get it off and like putting up a tree. So I'm a heathen. I'm culturally appropriating my old religions. If I um if if I'm to understand the few British shows I've watched, Christmas is a big deal over there, and you have to. And something either world-ending or magical is going to happen. Usually magical. It's true. Well, I mean, I'm talk- I'm talking about Doctor Who as well, but... Well, I figured, but Doctor Who has visited every British person on Christmas. That's how it works. When you're a child, the Doctor comes at some point and says, Hello, little British boy or girl. I'm here to bring you magic and then maybe say something traumatizing and then away! We we know we actually know who all of the doctors are, like until they drive the show into the ground, because they've come to visit us. So they they said it was my uncle Dave from down the pub, but I know it was actually the doctors regenerating. Not doing what great lately. They had a Rosa Parks episode. Let me tell you, very awkward. Um- <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Well, I actually I can actually kind of tie this in to because there was there was some some. Wank speak from um, Doctor Howell, who I am really picking on here, um, and I did I did somewhat facetiously say that. Well, because he did say that it's written like a travel book, so I'm very sorry, Doctor Howell. But um, he was talking about the uh, what? What are the Dynastry? What? What? What do they represent? What is the whole thing? And his conclusion. Uh, was that they they showed the Dynastry showed that you could that by by eating the foreigner they were in try they were trying to incorporate the foreigner into their into their ecosystem into their bodies but you will never truly finish the job you can never truly incorporate the foreigner into yourself into your ecosystem there will always be something left of from whence they came. And that's what the head represents, and that's why they weep because they try, they try and bring the foreigner in into their lands, into themselves, and they just they can't finish the job. It's regret, and it's uh, oh my god, yeah. So I read that, so now I'm saying it to you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that. You can't it see Jesse's like facial expression. <laughs> it sounds like white liberal nonsense. I mean, Dr. Hal studies the Anglo-Saxons for a living, so... Mm. We're being very mean, but I'm just assuming. I'm just saying, like, how can you <laughs> say that without, like, cringing yourself to death? I know. Well, but this is where it comes from, isn't it? All of that. It comes from people like Dr. Hal. Because, like... Because the thing is, is like you could you could just have you could just have cre- creatures that eat people. You could like you could just do that. You could just say that actual lions ate them. That's not like 
I don't know why you have to like what it represents like there. Just what if these people just are weird? What their fetish is like they eat people and then they watch each other cry and then they fuck or something. Oh my god, that would be great. The missing fifth panel. Like <laughs> like the four <laughs> panels of them eating and then weeping over the head, but there's a fifth panel that the, the monks cut out that is just fucking <laughs> Oh, he's dead now, so we can actually we can make as fun of him as much as we want. Ooh. That's great. Yeah, there we go. I feel better about it now. I felt I felt bad because I was like, he's gonna he's gonna listen and and then I'll feel bad. But no, he's not. And he looks like I'm, a dog. So. <laughs> I'm 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 on record that not only will I fight a child, I'll also make fun of the living. I mean that that's fair. But yeah. I mean, look look at that fucking nerd. He's a nerd. I'm also a nerd, so I get to say this, but. Oh yeah, he's yeah, he's definitely a dork. That's a dork. Look, look, look at that a dork, dork from ass New face. Jersey. <laughs> that does look like the face of a man who would say, "You can consume the foreigner." <laughs> what I would like to know, because so this it's only in four panels, and Beowulf is somewhere adjacent to it. What other things are in this book? Because right now all I know is that we have what I'm assuming are non-erotic drawings of people eating other people and then crying. Yeah, they're definitely non-erotic. And then Beowulf. So, like, what else? Well, What else is in this book? So, so it's... Well, like I said, it's kind of like a travel book. So if, so if I go to the Wikipedia page for Wonders of the East, um, it puts it better than I can, which is literature in which a traveller in foreign lands describes exotic sites in a letter home. That's basically... So it's basically just a mashup of various texts. They weren't all written by one person. It is literally just a mashup. That's travellers sending letters home. But they have monsters in them. I, mean, I wish there, there were more monsters. I couldn't find any. I was hoping there was more than four panels. So yeah, so was I. But it it is a testament. It is an absolute testament to the dedication of scholars that they took the time to write at least four journal entries about four panels in one book from a thousand AD. So they get they get a clap from me for that. I mean, I like I've I've talked about an hour off based off of uh, a bird that apparently looks like a fat snake until it wants to shoot you. Then it telescopes itself up and then it shoots mud pellets at you through its gun nose. I mean, I'm down. I'm down for this. Yeah, so I've talked about for an hour for like on that one. But yeah, and I so like I wrote a page and a bit about this, but also neither of us get peer reviewed. You know? Yeah. Like that's that's some dedication right there. If if you have yeah. to get peer reviewed, so hats yeah, hats I'm off to you for that, Doctor Howe, and all the other people whose stuff I read. But mostly you, because I stole your translation and and made fun of you. Yeah. <laughs> well. Um. But I guess, given that we we only have the first panel to look at, but can they get it? Just did a bad thing. I regret the thing I did. First off. They know everyone's tongues. Uh-huh. So, so that, you know. And there's 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 a thing that I've discovered recently. Where I... Well, I would assume that's also dialects as well. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I mean, that yeah, seems yeah. to cover everything. I, I, I found out, uh, like, a year ago, that I really like a really low-spoken, like, seductive Scottish, like, like dude thing like just speaking okay, like yep it was you know also also like just basically a scottish woman um <laughs> but I, f- I feel like they chew you up and spit you out and it wouldn't be that pleasant you you already you already know i want someone to be mean to me <laughs> yeah but scottish mean is 
yeah but <laughs> but like i i figured that out that's a thing so like you know i could you know they could speak like yeah. you know and things in ways that make you feel you know they, like, well they could again, definitely I mean, chat you up yeah um second off like you know they eat ass oh yeah <laughs> well yeah they do yeah. they do yeah yeah, so they 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 know their way around a dangus, a vagine, whatever whatever you they, they might have. Down everything there. but the head, everything. Everything with but the head. head. Yeah. Yep. So so they probably would do a lot of kissing. I don't think. No. But then but, but then they have lion faces. So would you you wouldn't want to kiss the lion face? I mean, I could kiss him on the forehead though. You could. You could. Kiss him on the forehead. I kiss him on the cheek. But it would be they fuzzy. Could. Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, you have that benefit. Um, thing is, though, I don't know about the danger thing. It looked like they're, because if they're painted red, I'm going to assume they're red rocketing. I don't think I'm into that. I'm, I'm definitely not into that. I'm just, uh, so what I'm wondering is, are they furry enough for furries? Well, thing is, is there's different levels. Okay. Are they furry enough for furries who yiff? I don't think so. I don't I think, think so either. A, see, see, the thing is, they're like they're a little bit past like what you would expect. Like, because like, <clears throat> I mean, I think everyone, uh, I think everyone could find some level furry if they're that they're okay with. Oh yeah, um, some level. Um, and I, I'm, I sit pretty firmly at like, I, I cannot honestly say this, but <laughs> never mind. I can't honestly. Think, I was gonna say I can. I say I can honestly, honestly say that. I'm good with like the like cat girl and boy like level, but no, no, that's wrong. I've I talked about there's a there's an episode I did called the Spider Whore, by the way. That okay. by the way they could get it. They could get it 100 percent every day. Okay, Just, so I think you are beyond cat girl and cat boy. I've, I've, and, yes. and I've had some interesting pictures of insects to look at over the past week. So you know, yeah, and and um like. I don't know. The thing is, is like I feel like I would want them to be more incorporated instead of just like I'd want. I wouldn't want it to be like the top like fourth of their body or third of their body. Mm-hmm. You know, like spread it out a little bit. Um. Yeah. No. That's fair. I don't know. I don't think they would. The I don't. Thing is, I don't like, think no either. Because I don't. I don't. I'm trying to think of. If if we go deep into yiffing territory for furries, I, I can't think of any furry porn that looks anything like this. Well and also also if we're if we're you know, if they're part lion, do, do they have do they have spiny dick? I mean it doesn't look spiny. But they're red rocketing though, that's yeah, the thing. That's true. Could be. Now, oh, see, but if you add that in, then that's a whole new fetish, and I feel like they could get it, but they'd have to go to really, they'd have to go to a really specific corner of fat life. But if they did that, <laughs> well, here's the okay. So, so normally when I ask this question, it's most of them can't get it from a specific person. I'm just asking, like, could, like, like if I like, could I go to my friend group and find at least one person? It's kind of like. Oh well, I'm I'm not the person to ask that to. Yeah, I know that's the thing. Um, I I honestly, I think for a good majority of people, I think it would be no. I uh, yeah, I agree. Because like, if you spread out the lioness, the lion a little bit more, I think I would be a yes for me. Honestly, I you've said but, you've said they're red rocketing so many times now that I'm just completely repulsed. <laughs> that's a, that's a problem. If yeah, you, if you did say that they were painted red. But they weren't. The, yeah, I can't. Can't do anything about that. <laughs> and I know there's. I know there's a big like. There's a big like thing online about like having different Beans. shaped dildos. Oh, oh, you know. yeah. Oh God. <laughs> there's a big thing did online, tell, and like you, maybe I, for them. Did I tell you I used to work for a company that kind of sort of sold those? No, you haven't. Oh, I, well, I was just a QA tester for the payment system, but um. Okay, so I was about to be like, I'm a QA tester for. Oh, please. Oh yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, but but I wouldn't, because well, because it was all fetish stuff, right? 
but yeah, so I would say that this would probably be a yes for some people. I think they could because again, but generally no, um, because there is there is a fairly large audience. I mean, there's a whole that that you know pay for different species style of danger. True, true. In dildo form, and they pay a lot for them. They do. They 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 pay a pretty penny for them. Um. So I'm gonna say probably yes for some people, but generally no. Also, there's a whole cannibalism thing, but I'm assuming that they're wanting that. But yeah. (laughs) But like, well, four is more like being swallowed a lot, like fully alive, though, not like being eaten. That's a different thing. Is it? I thought four was being eaten. Well, it's more being swallowed. Okay. Though. I don't know. I I only know four exists because of the band AJJ, so... (laughs) No, it like Vor's more of being swallowed. Um being eaten being being cannibalized is a different fetish that people can only experience maybe two or three times if they're careful. So I think we are unanimous in that they cannot get it. Well I would say that ninety percent of the population would say no, and maybe one percent of the population would definitely say yes, and then there's like some people in between. Yes. But I think Neither of us are gonna let them get it. No, 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 and th- no, 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 ne- definitely no. Thumbs down. Sorry, Dinesha. Okay. You all have to. Oh man, I just realized the segment we're doing next. This is gonna be real fun. Uh huh. <laughs> hmm. So, do you want do you want to intro that? <laughs> yeah, we these these things are gonna fight some fight some toddlers. Hell yeah, they are. <laughs> In so. the blue corner, we have ancient monsters from a random book in a thousand beast, uh, a thousand eight beast. Yeah, what is it? Common era. What, what do you call common era? BCA? If you like Jesus, is it? Wait, if you do Jesus, yeah. it's BC. If you do Jesus, no. What's after BC? If you do Jesus, AD, AD, a thousand AD, right? So on the one hand, we have some lion boys from one book in a thousand AD. And on the other side, we have an infinite portal of toddlers. And they are big mad and big sad. And all they want to do is murder our cryptid of the week. Have I got that right? Yes. So how many of our infinitely spawning toddlers would it take to bring down one Dynastry? Okay, so I think so it depends on a couple things. I think they have a good chance. Normally well, they don't, well, but Well, well, I, I do have some counterpoints. I have some counterpoints. But we know that they can eat like a full full person. So yeah, they eat grown you know, they're people. They're counting down. Yeah, they eat grown people. So how many babies does it take to make a grown person? Well, technically one if you wait long enough. But like these are gonna be <laughs> dead like real soon. Like how much does a <laughs> child weigh? Like eight eight kilograms. These are gonna be between uh, twenty five and thirty pounds. What's that in kilograms? Um, I don't know, like five. They don't, they no, don't it's, that it's math ten. Here. It was eleven. Ten, okay, well, because I know that the average grown grown human, if they if they are slim, is like sixty kilograms. I think. So that's six six people. One one grown person is six toddlers in that calculation. Okay. We do have to take away their heads, though. Because they don't like the heads. That's true. 
Heads on heads aren't that heavy though. I mean they take a significant part of a baby's like like a babies have to grow into their heads before they can walk. That's true, but these are toddlers. Yeah, well these are toddlers. Mm. But toddlers have pretty big heads too though. They do. I just think that the spine and, and the the viscera probably weigh more than the head. Well, they do. I mean, you know, I just want to, you know, I I just want to make sure we're, we're taking all the elements all, all of the, All the body parts of the toddlers that are about to be horrifically dismantled by this monster. Can they only eat one person? Well, okay, so that was my thing. I don't think that's fair. I don't think it's fair for us to go, okay, Dinesh, you must you must eat one entire toddler before you are allowed to eat any other toddler. No, 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 no. I'm not... No, that's not what I'm talk. I'm talking about. Like, if they were to eat a full person, mm. like a, just a grown ass man, can they only eat one grown ass man and then they're full? Well, they they, or... they have to cry afterwards. That's the deal. Well, yeah, that's the other thing I was going to bring up. The, do they do they do they consider toddler people toddlers people? Because I would I would argue, and this is this is a very spurious argument that. You're not you're not a person until you show personality, and I think toddlers. They no, would toddlers be a have personality. Toddlers yeah. have personalities. Yeah, toddler. By the time you're two, you'd be a person, I think. But do they think they're a person? Because it wasn't until very recently until we treated children with any type of respect. Well, I actually have to say we've kind of we we've kind of hit on a missed opportunity here in this infinite football field of death, which is they speak your tongue, right? They would be able to speak to toddlers perfectly. They would perfectly. be able to speak to toddlers perfectly. Which is, that, oh, it's such a shame that they're in a deathmatch, because that could be cool. They could they could like form they, their own society. It would be great. Well, so, like, but, but, but like, there's a couple of things that I think would get in the way, though. Because if they consider children people, which, again, we, as a society, we did not consider children as people for a very we long sure time. We sure shit didn't in 1000 AD when this was written. Yeah. So, I like, I mean, I can we can go back a generation and still find people who didn't think who don't think children are people. Yeah. Um so, and I'm talking about Gen Xers. I mean, um, <laughs> I think we're millennials and we could probably find some who don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so but but I think I but I think you could safely say that they wouldn't think of these as people. So, would they eat the head? Would they need to cry? Because that seems okay. to be a very important part of their meal process. It is, but but we're not talking. They're not having a meal. They're fighting but, to the death. This, I've, but I've, here's the thing. Here's here's my problem. Mm, here's my thing, though. Okay, they have normal. Their only weapons that they have is their mouth. Yeah, right now because they have normal hands. So like, sure, well, you the can strangle the hands are a weapon though. Like, the yeah, toddlers the pl- are using the pl- them as weapons. They actually, they have the exact same weapons as those fucking toddlers do. Only difference is they have lion mouths. Yeah, but, I bet I'm just, I'm just saying though, like, eventually, like, let's say, let's say, like, they, like, toddlers are with their tiny little fists are, like, beating up on them just over and over again and they don't care. Eventually they have to eat. That's true. So, like, so, like, and I'm then- talking, like, if, yeah, if they if they, when they have to actually eat as opposed to fight, they they will need to have a cry. I reckon. I yeah. reckon they're going to need a cry. Yeah. So, so like that's one part of it. Also, like I will. I also want to point out. Sure, you can maybe get one or two toddlers in those adult hands, but there's still other toddlers, and you have knees. Okay. Yes, but uh, but if I had, if I had. A lot of intelligence, because this obviously has a lot of intelligence. And I had a lion's mouth. I would pick up a toddler by the hair, chomp out half of its neck, and then just toss it. And then repeat until I think it is reasonable to assume that biting and then eating them is a thing that this monster would do. And you you can get pretty far with that. Okay, so so I I I value that as a like that one. That is a good observation. That obviously that'd be one of the ways they fight. But again, every minute you get a new new 
new toddler. They would okay, no, they would get tired. But get, this is the first think, one where I'm like, oh no, no, this, no, no, this, no. There's going to be multiple sacrificial toddlers. I've I've already gone to that point. That would that's a foregone conclusion at this point. There's so many sacrificial toddlers. But I'm saying though is that you only have so many hands, and you can only do, and you can only do so many before you get overrun. It's every minute. Like okay. even if they could do, even if they, even if they like, even if they like, like factory line this where they have like one every five seconds or so, like you still eventually. First off, you're eventually gonna get tired. Second off, there's gonna be too many of them at that certain point for you to like continue. I don't know. I I feel like you are always very unfair to our monsters and way too fair to the toddlers. Like. I I reckon there's there's gonna be a pile of dead toddlers up to this monster's thighs before it goes down, and I reckon it will use those dead toddlers around its thighs to protect it from the mouths of other toddlers, and therefore building building armor made of corpses to continue their fight until they get too tired. You know, if it had if it had lion stuff below the shoulders, I would be way more. What's well, like, the pee? Well, I mean, I mean, but that's not going to be part of, hopefully not part of the fight, <laughs> but, but like, I, but like, I'm just like, if it had lion stuff below, like, like any like offensive lion weaponry, such as claws or anything, I'd give it a lot more shit, like a lot more okay. uh, birth on this. The thing is though, it has a normal human, it has a normal human body and I just, like the lower part of a human body is very prime real estate to just for a toddler to just mess up. Like just look at look at people with like multiple kids. Well, okay. So like, here's what alone. I was gonna say, right? I think you have self esteem issues. That's what I think this goes from. Because and I'm only going there because you started you started this. If if you put me in a football field and it was me and one toddler coming out every oh, minute. No, me, no. I would, I would make a, I would make armor out of their dead bodies, and that would protect me from the other toddlers. And I think I'd get a good pile going before I went down. But, and I'm a cripple. All right. So, so no, no. Like I, I'm, I'm on record. I could probably take down ten toddlers like pretty easily. The thing is, though, I feel like. You're, you're also. I feel like you're. You're undermining their ability to get almost anywhere. Like they could climb over piles. Oh, and and when it's our good boy that we were talking about, or Elliot Rogers' demon cousin, fine. But this is a hyper smart. You know, it knows every but, okay. language. It's a very smart thing. I, nope. I reckon you're getting at least into the double digits. So I, I think I think double digits too. I just think I just think that the it it, it just has it it has the weakness of a human under the shoulders. Yes, it does. But I and think that that greatly weakens the amount of numbers. But it also so I think you and I, our biggest weakness in this field of infinite toddlers is just that we wouldn't want to hurt toddlers, or at least I assume neither of us would want to hurt the toddlers. That, no, no, I would laugh at them when they fall, but, that, but no. That is our greatest weakness. Because if we had no moral compunctions, we could literally just kick them in the head, give them a good one, that would be it. The Denestri has no such qualms. I just, I just think like it doesn't, it wouldn't take too much to overwhelm the legs. Like I think once you get the legs overwhelmed, I still think you could build armor out of corpses. I, I think I also think you're underestimating how fast toddlers are. I well, yeah, but they're uncoordinated. Yeah, but guess what? All it takes is them not falling to get to you quickly. Sometimes they get lucky. Sometimes they do, but but I think okay, I I think this segment has evolved. I think it is going to keep evolving. Where you are team toddler and I am team monster because every single time you have to be team toddler because they will kill this thing eventually. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it, I'm, it I'm is saying, destined I'm saying to 12. die by toddler. I'm saying twelve. 
I'm, I'm no, I'm going to say twenty-five. I'm going to say twenty-five because it's so smart. I'm just saying, like, there, you could be the smartest person in the world and still get like tripped up by someone I, smaller I know, than but you. Corpse, corpse armor, like a whole thing. It's capable of. Yep. I don't, I see, like, I just, I think you're giving, I think you're giving it, like, just because it knows how to speak everyone's language, just because it's basically Santa Claus doesn't mean to know how to armor itself out of baby corpses. No, but I know how to do it, and I'm not that smart, so. Yeah, it, but oh, also, also, you're a terrible influence, because I have spent an inordinate <laughs> amount of time over the last month thinking, so how can I kill the most toddlers in the most efficient way? <laughs> I I was already on a list, but now I'm super on a list. So. I'm just I'm just saying that I think it's like it just needs to be tripped up. It just needs to be tripped up, and then and then that's when you get the you get the piling. And like all it takes, like all it takes is like like a couple of like toddlers that get over the mouth. Even if it's trying to chew its way through, eventually it's going to have too much of a mouthful. Okay, but all every single time we do this, the toddlers seem to have like. One strategy, and by that yeah, because, I could, well, no, because they're toddlers, right? But you seem to think they, that all of them will end if if they are bipedal, vaguely humanoid monsters. You seem to think that their end will come when a toddler knocks them down, and then they get overwhelmed while they're down on the ground, right? I don't. You haven't been in. Like, have you ever been to a daycare where? Like I, I'm just saying. Like the eventually, like what will what I think will happen? What I think will happen is this: is when it gets overwhelmed, it's either going to be it's it's probably going to be knocked to the ground, or it's going to have enough like toddlers hanging off of it where it can't actively use its arms. One of those. Mm. Okay, and then eventually, what's going to happen is there's going to be enough toddlers like either biting it. Or or laying on it that it gets crushed. Yeah, this see this is why I go to twenty five because I think you have to get you have to be worn out from all the toddler murder before that happens. You need to hmm. you need to tire yourself on their bones, and then you can get overwhelmed. Okay, I'll go up to twenty. I won't go to twenty five. All right, deal. I'd shake your hand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. But yeah, I think I think uh, vaguely humanoids though, like they they get a short shrift on this just because they're vaguely humanoid, and uh, I don't know. I've seen vaguely humanoid people get overtaken by multiple toddlers before. So I I have I have one more question. Yeah, and it's, it's not a section, but it is a question. Are are these the most pretentious cryptids yet? And mm. if not, who is more pretentious? This actually might be the most pretentious one. I don't. I don't talk about a lot of like super intelligent ones. Um, yeah, because these these have a whole ritual about eating stuff. Like, is this like, oh, I have to, I have to cry over the <laughs> consuming Weep. the foreign culture? Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel to... like I feel I feel like it is. Yeah, I thought it might be. <laughs> Yeah, because this is the only one that has a ritual for like. I mean, a lot of them have rituals for eating, but none of them like feel like cry about it. Yep, and it's not said why they cry about it. That's just um, Doctor Howe's reasoning for it. But like, even if it's not remorse, like it's still like I don't know. Like most cryptids are just like they're just like sure I have to like turn around five times and like lick of salt something salty and stuff but like but like it just it's just it kind of goes on and like leaves yeah most cryptids don't you know pretend they know my mother or whatever like if they want to eat me they'll just eat me they won't tell me lies about my cousin yeah but this one will again i think these would be someone needs to like make this into a christmas thing <laughs> like it feels like a christmas thing it does like, there's no reason i don't know why there's, like, there's no reason for it to know all the languages and all your family and about you and like, yeah otherwise. that's true it, it, only christmas spirits need that information like that or make them like an angel angelic type thing or like a demon yep but like i could 
but like again, like that could vaguely be translated to like Christmas too. <laughs> so maybe that could be the Christmas special is the the Denistry comes <laughs> do a little radio uh. play. Yeah, I think this is really one that like talks about your parents. <laughs> Ta da! Well, does that mean I get to say, do you have anything to plug, Jesse? Yes. Yeah, I do have things to plug. You can do it. I believe in you. Um, I have another podcast called Turn to Page, which should be out by the time this comes out, where I do Choose Your Own Adventure Book podcasts with a guest and maybe a second one if they can fit in the scheduling time that I have with the person I will always do it with. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we just go through a choose your own adventure book. We read it. Um, I get to abuse my uh, my soundboard, and um, uh, yeah, it's it's fun. Uh, by the time this comes out, um, we'll probably be covering I don't know either something about alien ant people or under the sea stuff. Alien ant people sounds really fucking cool. It's not as good as it sounds. Oh. It's actually kind of racist as well. Oh, for but like, God's sake! But by, but by <laughs> racist, I mean like ra- like it talks like it's racist, but like to other like like every other thing when they mention another like type of people, it's just like those dirty bleeps or all you people oh. and stuff. It's just like ooh, ugh. I mean, and also they chose like the the worst the pathway, but but yeah, you know, but it was still fun. It was still a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, good. Um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, listen to listen to that one. Sounds good. Um, and I run an art project called Burn Your Feelings. So, if you want to get any feelings burned, please go to www.burnyourfeelings.com. And if you can't afford to support us, just send me an email, and I will get those feelings burned for you. This is Creepy Critters, don't stay in in school, kids, because you'll end up writing weirdly pretentious journal articles about four pages in a book. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye! (laughs) 